I sort of almost loved Potato Pete, so I kept Swaitkowski after he died as a kind of memorial. I also think it makes sense for me to have a name nobody knows how to spell or pronounce, and gives me license to kick the shins of any chowderhead who thinks Pollock jokes are funny. Like everyone else, Sergei Ponticello had trouble with the name when he introduced himself to me one day in early fall at my office in Watermill. He'd made it through the door, which was an accomplishment of sorts, given all the junk that somehow got piled up everywhere. I could see him wondering where he was supposed to sit. Just call me Jackie, I said to him, shoveling a stack of paper off one of the chairs I'd promised myself I'd keep clear for visiting clients. People have trouble with Ponticello, too, he said, trying to get comfortable in the old leather chair. It's the sea. You'd think they'd know better. Anyone ever play a cello? He asked. You drink coffee? I asked him. Tea, orange juice, martini? <laughs> Just kidding. He smiled weakly. The martini sounds very good, but I should wait until at least four o'clock. Sergei wasn't a very big guy. Thin, with a long nose and a missing chin that would encourage a cartoonist to turn him into a rat. His hair was too black to be natural, especially given his age, which I guessed to be late sixties. His eyes also didn't fit the hair. They were either yellowy-brown or yellowy-gray. I can't remember. But they didn't make him look all that healthy or happy. I'm sorry, Mr. Ponicello. Here we are just meeting and I'm making stupid jokes. It's fine. I was warned, he said, smiling. Not wanting to pursue that, I slapped the top of my knee and asked, What can I do for you? I need legal advice. I will do my best, I said gravely. I need to perform an eviction. Things have finally reached that point. It's intolerable. Rental property? No, my own home. The home I shared with my wife for more than thirty years. My late wife. As of quite recently. She had an unfortunate fondness for tobacco. She'd convinced herself that a cigarette holder obviated the effects. I'm sorry. He seemed to drift off somewhere for a second then snapped back. It's her sister. She doesn't seem to understand the situation. She's in your house? He nodded, the gray cloud that floated around him darkening a shade or two. I'm told real estate is your speciality. He pronounced the word specialty like they do in England. It reinforced his distinct accent. I didn't let him in on the fact that real estate was every lawyer's specialty in the Hamptons. Oh, yes, you might say real estate is my fort, I said, dropping the second syllable in case he was actually a Brit who knew the proper pronunciation. So, how do I toss that miserable woman out on the street? I sat back in my chair. When you're discussing an eviction... Try not to say things like tossing and out on the street. You never know who's listening. I suppose you're right, but miserable will have to stand. That's when I got a cup of coffee for myself and one for Sergei, 
whether he liked it or not. I needed the caffeine and a chance to decide whether I should listen to more of his story or pass him off to one of my less favorite competitors. I decided on the story, but only because I was bored, sick to death of reviewing title searches, slightly sorry for the old rat, and prone to making reckless decisions, none of which were good enough reasons, but that's me. So, give me the rundown, I said, clicking a ballpoint pen over a fresh yellow legal pad. Nice and slow, I write like a third grader. He was wearing one of those old-fashioned rayon shirts with the sleeves a different color from the body. Reminded me of Howard Hughes. His slacks might have been made of the same fabric. There wasn't a wrinkle to be seen. He put a hand on each knee when he talked. The house in Sag